All right. So, hey guys, what's up? It's Devin here with Concert Dreamland. Welcome to the very first episode. Um, I would just like to thank Five Cent Sound for putting this on. And today we have our very first guest. We have Joy Freeman, who works at Five Cent Sound. Um, I don't know if you want to introduce yourself and just say a little about yourself. I'd love to. So I am the managing editor at Five Cent Sound. Um, I have been for about two years now, and I was formerly the online director at Five Cent Sound. So I've kind of worn many hats there. Um, and it's like my baby. I love it. I love that. I love that so much. This is like such an awesome organization to work for. And I, I love what you guys do and how you guys support smaller bands in the industry. And I just, I, that's so cool. I'm, I'm glad that I could be interviewing you. So thank you. <laughs> um, so I'll just, I'm, I want to start out like, what is your favorite concert you ever went to? And what was the first age you start, you went to your first show? Yeah. Okay. So I'll do age first. That's an easier okay. question. So I think, was I nine? No, I was 10. I was in fourth grade and I went to go see the Backstreet Boys. Um, they were my absolute favorite, favorite, favorite band of all time. I was obsessed. I missed the bandwagon by about 10 years, but like, that's okay. Um, and I saw them in Boston, at like a very small venue, seven rows from the stage and lost my mind. Like best moment of my life. Um, Cool. I saw them at Kiss 108. They were so good. But oh, like, in Boston or like on like yeah. a tour? Me too. In Boston. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. Oh my god. I wish the Backstreet Boys would have been my first concert. And it's never too late to hop on yeah. the ba- band for like oh, anything. Never. Um. And then favorite concert of all time. Like I've been to so many concerts, but the ones that I think always stand out are Taylor Swift concerts. So hold a very special place in my heart, but I was actually at the 2011 Speak Now Rain show at Gillette Stadium that's in the Sparks Fly music video. Um, and I was 11 years old and it was crazy. It started raining in the middle of the show, like downpour, thunderstorm, hurricane warning, raining. And she just kept going and it was incredible. And she talks about it like to this day all the time. It's been like 10 years. So that's she's an incredible. She's on my list. And I was supposed to go to Lovers Fest. Like me and my cousin had money saved, everything like that. COVID hit and she, you know, now canceled that. And like it's, but like it's okay. I'm so excited because I w- want to go to one of her shows. I heard she's amazing live. Like she's I've the- person I've ever seen live in terms of entertainment yeah yeah for sure yeah that's definitely I've definitely heard that now is she like one of your favorite artists as well or yes I like so I started playing guitar when I was nine um primarily because of her and was obsessed with her as a kid like just absolutely idolized her so that was my first show I ever saw of her and I've seen her every time she's come to Boston since so about four times five times maybe um and each year that would get progressively like bigger and bigger so the first year I was 11 we went my dad took me every year every time I went until I was like 18 so (laughs) went when I was 11 went when I was 13 and then 14 and then 18 with my friends and my dad was there too um but those concerts like the atmosphere is just you have to get dressed up you have to make a poster you have to be involved. Um, 
I would definitely recommend seeing her if you can in the future. See, I I love that type of atmosphere for concerts because I feel like that's what it's all about. I mean, growing up, like when I was, I think I was like, gosh, I don't even remember how old, like, but when Hannah Montana was out and Miley was huge, my mom took me to my very first concert. We went to see Miley at Foxwoods. And I remember just like dancing up and down and I still have the sweatshirt, like the Hannah Montana pink sweatshirt (laughs) in my closet. And like, those have been genuinely like ever since then, I've made posters for shows and got dressed up and done all of that stuff. And I did that actually when I was uh, my sophomore year of high school. So I think I was 15. I went to see Coldplay at Gillette best Mm -hmm. night of my life and like I was 15 or 16 and I had literally seen them the year before wasn't that good like seating and like Gillette's huge it's obviously Gillette Stadium and like it's it's perfect for concerts perfect but it was that type of atmosphere and since I had seen them that year I got the vibe that okay next time I go need to dress up need to do the poster and I got in like crappy crappy kind of tickets you know like up in the nosebleeds ended up getting upgraded to second row because of that so I feel like also like if you do dress up for concerts you do make posters like you legit like never know what can happen because that got me the best night of my life but also it Gillette is perfect for concerts and I think every each Coldplay show I've been to there phenomenal and I'm like was like dying to go to Lover's Fest there because it's just such a good such a good venue and I do think that like when you have those types of shows that those are the best ones to go to is the ones yeah. you can like get dressed up for and like because like now I miss it but like I still do it in a way you know like and like as somebody that wants to like work in management and like if I was going around upgrading people like Coldplay staff what did and like does still I would look for the people that you know look oh, like course. excited to be there so yeah. And I, I love that. Like, I feel like that's definitely just like the best, the best type of vibes to go to. So just a little FYI for everybody. You never know what dressing up and making posters can get you. Never, never be afraid to put yourself out there really during shows. But um, yeah, I feel like that's just awesome. So like how many shows have you been to as of right now? Like, do you keep count? So that's a hard question because like, if you mean professional shows, probably around like 20-ish artists I've seen like you count festivals and stuff maybe around Mm -hmm. like 40-ish artists but then I've been to so many like small shows like I have a lot of friends who are musicians such as like house shows small venues like DIY shows hundreds I don't even know like it used to be such a culture before COVID happened so every weekend we'd be going to shows yeah I definitely like like coming into the city like late and like seeing that now and like seeing how literally I am in the perfect spot to go to shows every weekend is like so sad but like yeah I've been to like like if you don't count festivals then yeah because I went to Kiss 108 like four years in a row so I've seen so many different artists because of that but um yeah I've seen I've seen like I said like uh 26 shows I've been to artists a lot more than that you know like because I guess you can count like Kiss 108 which if you all don't know what Kiss 108 is it's just a radio show concert Kiss 108 is huge here in Boston and they put on a show every year at the Xfinity Center um 
or theater. I don't know. I always get them confused. It's the it same. It changes like every five years. So it does. It does. <laughs> um, and so they put on shows every year. They're really, really fun. Tickets are are relatively cheap, and I've had a blast. Like I go with my family, and yeah, we we went like the year the Jonas Brothers played, which was the most recent one. We we went and we had a blast. It was like seven of us and so much fun. It's just yeah. it's such a vibe. Like I think festivals and like radio shows are different than mm-hmm. like all of like concerts combined. Like, do you prefer festivals or concerts or radio shows? Like what are what are your favorite? Do you like smaller shows or do you like bigger shows? Like um I think as I've gotten older, um like festivals are more fun because you go with a group and it's like a day thing or a three day thing and like you get to go with friends and stay at a hotel if it's like far away or something and you plan it as kind of like more of a getaway. Now that I have like my own money and I'm older, but as a kid, like concerts with one artist that I was really like in love with, looking forward to, made the concert t-shirts and the posters and whatever, that was more exciting. But the older I've gotten, like festival, seeing multiple people is more exciting to me. The atmosphere. That's definitely like, I think like same, like I, like I was planning on going to Coachella, like the year wow. COVID, like we had me and my friends talked about the Airbnb we were going to get. We had the plane tickets ready to get booked and the concert tickets and we were just going to, you know, work for it. And we had it all planned and then like that. But like, as I'm like, as the world's getting ready to go back into stuff like that, or we don't know how long it's going to be, but I'm like excited to be able to go to festivals like that. Cause like hearing you say that and like, it's such a different experience than just the one night. Yeah, show. for sure. And, like, and being there all day. Mm-hmm. You have like so many different artists to see and it's just like a, I, it's, it's a cultural difference. Like it really is like right now I'm like doing a report for something on Glastonbury festival and it's huge in the UK and it's something I've always wanted to go to ever since Coldplay's performed there. But like, I also think like Boston Calling is super cool. Like there were so many times I like almost bought tickets and I'm it was so like- upset. It got canceled two years in a row. I'm so upset. We really know, did you went to Boston Calling? Yeah, so I, <laughs> I actually kind of snuck into Boston Calling two years ago, um, <laughs> which I shouldn't be admitting because they're like never gonna let me in again. But um yeah, my friends and I found a way. I'm not going to say how, but we found a way to get in um, for one of the last nights in 2019. And it was actually like a crazy, crazy, crazy day. Um, and of course, was there to like see a boy. And then the boy like ditched me. And then it was just like a bad story. Ended up crying on the train home. But it was a great experience to go and like, I don't know, one of those like crazy teenage memories of just like running around and spending all day with my best friends. It was great. Yeah, yeah. See, like that's like, that's the stuff like you you have these memories for and that these shows create is like those days and those pictures and those like images. Cause like, I mean, I've never like been to Boston Calling or a festival or Gov Ball or, you know, I've been to the radio shows and the most I've done is like wait out in line for literally hours for GA and like, but that's so fun because I have so many memories just sitting there with my friends and like, you know, like at Mohegan Sun and being in the casino for literally hours, not seeing the daylight until the end of the night when I'm leaving the show, you know, like it's 
just like, I've met so many people from doing that too. And I think that is obviously like one of the coolest things like that you can do. But like, um, do you have like any experiences with like GA? Because like, I would like love to like hear like any crazy experiences or like what your favorite experience was. Let me try to think, because I always do get like seat tickets to most shows but I'm trying to think if there's any that have been I know that like I used to go to shows at smaller venues like little clubs and stuff in high school a lot so I know I saw like so random but it's like Kelsey Ballerini at like a tiny little club down the street from um Emerson like way back in high school before she was famous and that was like very very strange because it was like a middle-aged woman kind of group and I was like 15 so getting stepped on and kind of getting like drinks spilled on you and stuff. I did see um, Catfish and the Bottleman two summers ago, GA. And that was awesome. That was the House of Blues. Um, also, you know, rowdy crowd, but not super rowdy. Like I don't go to shows that are like, I, I don't go in the pit. If I'm at a show, it's like an alt show. I won't go in the pit because I'm five feet tall. So I'd get killed. <laughs> but, um, it is scary because literally I have been to so many GA shows and I'm I'm the crazy mm-hmm. one that's there at 4 a.m. in line wanting to get front row. Like those would be the days I lived for. Like I literally also shouldn't be admitting this, but I <laughs> missed so many high school days. Like I would just be like, yeah, guys, I, I'm, I'm really sick. And I'd be at Mohegan Sun waiting in line for a show. <laughs> but like those are the memories I have, you know, and I passed high school. I'm obviously an Emerson like. It doesn't matter. We're not advocating for that. Yeah, we're not advocating. (laughs) But like, those are the days that like I have those memories. But like, yes, they are so scary. And like, I literally saw Bastille in North Carolina in 2019. I had followed them for like three shows in a row, basically, or it was like something like that. And my aunt was moving at the perfect time that they were going to be there. Skipped my homecoming that year, went, and I was like. I literally had bruises on my ribs from how hard I was squished against the barricade. Like it was, it's, it's scary being in the pit sometime. And like, I have a lot of anxiety and like being in crowds kind of like that, but like that also is, makes me happy. Like for some reason, like I'm fine with that type of anxiety because it's so worth it. The minute they come on stage and you can feel the speaker going through your whole body. Like I'm, I'm, it's 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 completely worth it but yeah being in the pit is like sometimes it's like scary because like I literally have gone home and like there was one time I remember I was like jumping so much like my bag like literally was completely ripped like the bag that I had was a crossbody bag because it was crashing against the barricade so much it and like the screen completely ripped like and like destroyed the like little bag I had and I was like well I was like, it was worth it. I had a good show. So that's all that mattered. You deal with the damage. Yeah, I can, I can, I can replace the purse. I can't replace the memories. So that's all that, that's all that really matters, I guess. But, um, so I know you said Taylor is one of your favorite artists. Who are your other favorite? I mean, this is about concerts, but this is also about music and it goes to our shows. So, you know. Yeah. So I'm just gonna say like, who I'm listening to right now? Cause I, so many people um right now love jade bird actually saw her ga i forgot about that um love jade bird though she's putting out new stuff really cool um what else am i listening to right now hmm. 
Cassandra Jenkins, I like intern at this record label, Bada Bang, in Brooklyn, and she is signed to the label, and we just released her album like a month ago ish. Uh, and she's blowing up right now. She's awesome. Um, let's see. Who else? 1975. I'm thinking about concerts. I was going to see them all 2019 summer. I was going to see them like three times, and that didn't happen. 2020 summer, and that didn't happen. So. Have you ever seen them? Because I've seen them. They are phenomenal. They are so phenomenal. That was like another crazy story. So like, I literally was my friend's birthday. I think I was, it was when I like it when you sleep came out. Um, And it was like that album. And that's my favorite album. Is that like one of your favorites or? Probably like literally top six of like all albums. Love them. Like love them. Like they're so, so talented. And so like, it was at Mohegan, they were at Mohegan Sun. It was my friend's birthday and we just had no clue. We were like walking around. I was a freshman in high school and they had like, it was my friend's 16th birthday and they had like, no, we had no clue what we were doing, no clue who they were. And then we were just walking around and we were standing like by the arena. Cause there's this thing you take pictures at whatever. And like, it was so cool. So we were taking pictures and then some random person came up to us and was like, are you guys looking for tickets for the show tonight? And we're like, um, we guess so. And then she gave us two GA tickets and there were three of us. And we're like, well, what are we gonna do? And then somebody else came up and gave us more tickets, but they were seated. And we're like, no, we wanna be on the floor. So me at like 15 years old, this is how I like knew I was always gonna be like a little concert guru because I literally, <laughs> went up to them I think I was 14 at the time actually and I was like hi so like we just got free tickets I was like and like we have two for the floor and I was like we only have one for the seats but we were just wondering if we could get like one more for the floor because like we were all together we really can't be apart like like we we need to be together and they gave us one and so we got onto the floor there was the opener going on and we were like this is so cool and we were also tiny so we just like squished in and we got like probably we were like we were still like there's still a good amount of people behind us so and honestly after that fell in love with them like their mm-hmm. opening to the show like everything about it the whole album it just combines like the, the set the stage design like perfect like they are so, and they blew up since then. Like nobody, mm-hmm. obviously they were giving out free tickets. Nobody really knew who they were or like, it was just, but like, it was so like, so beautiful. So as soon as you said the 1975, sorry, I just got so excited. Cause I love oh, them. So I love them. They're just like such like, um, I don't know, like my teenage years. Like they're just like all those memories and 75 songs are in the back of all of them so I was supposed to see them at Boston Calling which got canceled and then I was supposed to see them the week after at GovBall with my boyfriend we were gonna do a road trip we were gonna go to New Jersey with his friends see them then go to Boston Calling the next weekend and then the next we can go to GovBall and see them again so all of that got canceled (laughs) now you like know you need to cross them off of your list after because they're they're so amazing like I love their new album and their new stuff and I love how they're so active within the climate change and everything going on in the world too and I just I think 
like the snippets of like little pieces of the songs like in between like or they have you know like the ballad of me and my brain and like all of that like the the opening the 1975 intro like it just creates a whole story and it creates something so beautiful and so perfect like I when I listen to that intro I just think of driving through Boston and like top down like outside of the car like it's just like it's so beautiful Maddie Healy is mind is just amazing and like you definitely need to check them off of your list and everybody else go see the 1975 if you haven't like they are they're huge and their tickets cost a lot but it's like yeah. a, it's it's a night you will never forget like it's an experience it's a vibe <laughs> so, are there any like other artists at the moment that you are listening to that are like smaller bigger there's a girl who just released a song that we're talking about this called the like, groupie and i was listening to it all today i forget her name i think it's like kate katie or something like just katie um but she blew up on tiktok and i was like that's a cool song and it's about like concerts so that's relevant um hmm. let me think of who else i'm listening to right now honestly i was listening to like old avril lavigne last week I was like, I kind of need to just go back to first album Avril Lavigne and have a moment. So I've been doing that. that. (laughs) I really really love that so much. I have honestly been listening to a bunch of old stuff too. Like, I don't know. um, I just like found this girl too on Apple Music. Her name is, uh, I'm totally going to butcher it, but it's Cash Page, I think. And she has the song London. It's so good. Um, And like, I just came upon it. And then... uh, obviously I I don't know I've been listening to like old Kanye like waves like the life of Pablo like recently like like, I don't know why I just like been listening to that and like also Ivy Dante I don't know if you know that they're they're really good I've been I've been listening to them as well but like I'm just like I'm just like thinking like every time I listen to these shows like I literally make playlists that are set lists for shows I've been to because I'm just like, okay, like, I love the order that this was in. And like, that was my favorite thing to do after a show was go and be like, hey, I'm just gonna look up the set list because this was amazing. And I loved the order it was in. So I've been living vicariously through that seeing as I can't go to shows at the moment. And it's been like, like really hard. Like, has it like, cause, okay. So like for me personally, like concerts helped with my anxiety like it was like the one day like a year I like or a week or depending on how many I would go to a month because I was freaking crazy um like it would be the one time that I would like get to breathe and get to relax and like although standing in line all day and like all of that stuff is crazy stressful it would be so worth it you know like it would be like so many like so like how are you doing with not being able to go to live shows during this pandemic it's so weird because I feel like so much of my life like I've been really strict with quarantine stuff um and I only see like a few handful of friends and like my boyfriend and my family I live with and that's it so for me I feel like life stopped a year ago and it's kind of like just a pause and then it will start back up again um my parents just got vaccinated so I'm like like feeling like things are getting back to normal in a little bit so I don't know it's been very strange not especially because like I haven't been in school this whole year I've been doing online Emerson school so um I feel like if I was at the dorms I'd be itching to go to house shows because that's all we would do every weekend um and you know like 
fraternity sorority life isn't huge at Emerson. So we don't really have like Greek houses to go to or anything. So if you wanted to go to a party, you'd go to a house show. So uh, I'm, I'm missing that kind of atmosphere, like going, taking the Uber to a random location you find on Instagram in someone's basement. And there's like 50 people there from different colleges that you don't know and some like bad band probably is playing but I miss I miss that like tiny little community atmosphere um more than I miss like the big things yeah I definitely like I like you know coming to college that was one of the things I was like looking forward to the most and obviously Boston is like huge spot for concerts you got house of blues garden you got um paradise rock you got like everything like that and like i guess like it's it's definitely hard and like like you said like life is on pause like i feel like you know like i'm i'm just gonna go and like my goal is to go to 40 shows before i was 20 and now i'm gonna be 19 this year so <laughs> I'm a bit behind so i might have to do a lot of catching up if you know things hopefully uh open up soon but like also getting that like one of my favorite parts of going to shows was getting to see the openers and getting to discover new people that i hadn't heard before and i literally have a tattoo on me from a smaller band i don't know if you've heard of them friendship no. they're like a um really good check them out um their song run wild uh capsize is really popular they came out with a new album vacation it's amazing um and so i literally fell in love with them saw them that was the first tattoo i ever got was one of their songs it was mia more and so like i missed the like discovering new people because I feel like it, it's it's nice because TikTok is such a platform for that now and Instagram and everything and I feel like it also inspired aspired a lot of people and inspired a lot of people to create their music like at home and their own music during quarantine but like I also do miss the aspect of discovering new people and going to smaller shows or getting to see these new bands and I feel like my music taste has been the same over quarantine just because I've been listening to a lot of the people and like I just that's that's always been one of my favorite parts of shows is like applauding the opener and getting to see them because that could be them one day you know like that was Shawn Mendes for Taylor Swift and now he's huge so it's just like, I think, I think like, I definitely like miss that aspect as well. But like, I'm like, really excited for like, the show is to like, open back up. And like, so like, do you have like, any crazy concert experiences? Like, like, what's your like, what's the best thing that's like, happened to you at a show that's crazy? And like, what's the worst thing? Like, what's a horror story you have? Hmm. Well, sneaking into Boston Calling was definitely crazy. Uh, it, it it wasn't like that. I feel like I'm like, oh my God, I'm crazy. But like, <laughs> it was like an adrenaline rush to like do something and have it work because we didn't think it was going to work and then it worked. Um, maybe like weirdest concert ever, which might not sound that weird, but like my friends and I always would make fun of Youngblood. And when I first met my boyfriends, our first date was a Youngblood concert as a joke because I found out we were supposed to just like walk to the Esplanade and kind of meet up and like hang out and stuff. And then my friend had texted me and was like, oh my God, the Youngblood fans are outside my dorm. And I was like, ha ha ha. And texted my boyfriend who was just a guy I knew at the time and was like, oh my God, Youngblood's in town. Isn't that funny? And he goes to Berkeley. So they have like ticket sales. And he was like, oh, I just bought us tickets. We're going to go in an hour, get ready. 
And I was like, what? Like, why would you want to go see Youngblood and like meet me for the first time? Um, but we went to Youngblood and like, just kind of like laughed at everyone and had a good time. And that was our first date. So that's, well. that's so cool. I <laughs> like concert dates seem so fun. Like I was so jealous yeah. of that story. Um, so now like since your your boyfriend goes to Berkeley, does he like play at any smaller venues or has he done house shows? Like what's that like? Like like what's it like like dating like is he like is he an artist at Berkeley? Sorry, I should have asked. Yeah. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um he is a guitarist. His like concentration is bass, um, but he also plays guitar. He has a few songs out under Rosenhauer. Check them out. Um, but he, yeah, he does kind of solo stuff. He also plays in a few bands, um, but they're mainly based in New Jersey. I never got to play anything live as a band before everything happened, but I used to go to rehearsals at the studio with him uh, in various places, and that was really fun. I think, like, being someone who always loved music and was always, like, kind of, like, groovy, like, I was always, like, oh, I love this band. I love that band. You know, I'm in love with the lead singer or whatever. It was kind of funny to be like the girl that was the actual groupie. <laughs> I was like, actually, no, <laughs> he's mine. Um, but yeah, I never got to see him play like live for anyone ever. Uh, we started dating October of 2019. So right before the world ended. Um, so <laughs> that hasn't happened yet. Well, but. I mean, hopefully it will happen and you'll get to go, <laughs> get to like be behind the scenes. Cause like, that's something, yeah, like, me I was always like oh my gosh I'm mean, like I well I still am I'm like oh my god I'm in love yeah. with like the lead singer like so cute but like it's just like it's so different when you're actually like with somebody that's like in it and I feel like that's with me is like I saw so much of the behind the scenes of shows from being so close and waiting in line so long and meeting so many friends that knew like so many of the the managers and meeting so many managers and talking to them and like that is what drove me to be like you could be doing this for a living and like making money and traveling and getting to go to shows to every night which is something you love so like that's kind of what pushed me to go into this like career path for a bit and be like you know what go try it because you love it and it helps your anxieties so yeah. why don't you kill two birds with one stone you know but um I'm trying to think of like any other questions I might have like is there any like thing you want to say about concerts or like what like any anything you want to add or I think so I'm graduating in a semester like I'll be gone uh and I hope that the legacy that like Boston college students have left behind will help the new people who are coming into college be able to revive the house show scene because it's so integral to how people make money to how artists survive and thrive and release their music um, and have a platform locally the city is just really unique in the fact that we have so many colleges so close together a train right away and you can go and see people who are from berkeley or from bu or from bc or from emerson um, and so I really hope that those artists are able to kind of still come together and find a way to survive this situation and perform again. And I'm sad that I won't be able to see that because I can't be like a creepy 22 year old like lingering in the back of a house show basement. Like I think my time has kind of passed. Um, but I hope other people get to experience that because it's such a special like community and place and it's a lot safer than going to a frat party honestly like it's a more inclusive community and I hope that that can thrive the DIY scene 
Yeah, it's just like, I feel like that, like you said, like it's so important and it's how artists start out. Um, I just recently like, you know, I was watching the Taylor documentary, Miss Americana, and like she started out by just performing at like random bars or like restaurants when she was 13. And like, I was just watching the Bastille show. They were playing in Baharks and like everything and their their new movie, like Reorchestrated, just talked about how they started. And like every artist starts somewhere. So I feel like house shows, if you can go to them or, you know, like, smaller venue shows that like even if the tickets are like $15 or you know like go and support because like I feel like there's so many talented people now and they get so overshadowed sometimes by some of these huge artists that are amazing and there's nothing wrong with that but like there's so many other talented people and you can have some of the best experiences at these smaller shows because that's what I've had I mean I paid $25 to go see Friendship at Paradise Rock Club but it was literally such a great experience and it was so close and intimate and I loved Glades who opened for them which go check Glades out too if you haven't they're they're smaller but they're really good and like it was just something like I've always loved ever since then is like going to the smaller shows and you know getting to support them so I definitely agree with the go out there and support you know smaller 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 bands smaller artists it's like it's just a culture and it's it gets their foot in the door because you post it on social media and you're like hey I was out here and somebody likes the song like that's how I see it TikTok you like you said like there's so many artists on TikTok and like Instagram stories people use these songs I'll click on I'll be like I'm gonna add that to Apple Music and then like you know you you grow and like I definitely think that's like really good advice for sure but I would like to thank you for like being on this show I think I was gonna make the first episode like a little bit little bit shorter just so we can get in the groove but thank you so much for your input and coming here um good luck with your future endeavors I know that you said you only have like one more semester left after this sad but I (laughs) wish you nothing but the best and I thank you so much for coming on and thank you guys for listening stay tuned for next episode um and this has been Devin with Concert Dreamland.